Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, hosted by Craig Phillips and Jeff Torrey. Visit us at FantasyFootballProfit.com. And now your hosts, Craig and Jeff. Welcome everyone to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast. I'm Craig Phillips, joined as always by Jeff Torrey. And today we have our Week 15 Waiver Wire edition of the podcast. Go over some of the top ads as you get to your championship games and move on to the playoffs this week. And... Jeff, how is that going for you? I don't care about life anymore. So, as many of you probably know, made it in four of the five leagues into the playoffs and the perfect storm hits, and I am out of it in all four now. And I kind of want to throw myself in front of traffic. I don't even know. <laughs> Monday night football, I had to watch the whole damn thing. I had so many chances. Uh, how many times does Tom Brady suck that bad? Oh god. Uh. That's fantasy football does to you sometimes, huh? It's just rough. I mean, for you Cooks gets one catch, right? Towards the end of the game to actually give you a little hope, but nothing until then. Just Brutal. And then right. even, I mean, Burkhead got the touchdown, had some receiving yards, but nothing on the ground. Just oh, the defense sucked. They couldn't stop them. Yep. Honestly, oh, my God. <laughs> For my yeah, big games from Kenyon Drake, who looked great. Landry's caught two touchdown passes, which I know beat Landry, you in the other leagues. <laughs> Landry, I was playing Landry in two of them. What the heck? If he doesn't do that, I make it easily. Oh, my God. Dude, Margot Robbie showing up at my door via Wolf of Wall Street style still wouldn't make me feel any better right now. I just want to puke. Uh, play all year for this, and then it comes down to just one one random week. Oh that my. All, all you got to do is lie. make one lineup decision different, and you, you're in the championship. I, I wanted you to tell you just to do this one on your own. I'm not going to be no help. I'm freaking <laughs> alive right now. Well, before we get into the waivers, I say like, our listener leagues here. We got what five listener leagues. We got one auction league and then one dynasty going. So we are going to be in the championship though of two of the listener leagues. So that should be fun to see next week. We're going against, let's see here, Brendan Hummel and his Virginia Tech Hokies in listener league four, and then league three we got to go against. Flutie in the Blowfish, Damian Thomas. So hopefully we can get a couple wins there. It'd be nice to see. So we actually, we have something to play for at least, you know. And I guess I'm still going in one of our leagues. So got that. But Jeff, just a rough night, huh? We got one more, a year from now, you can, you can uh, make up for it. Got a year to wait. <laughs> oh my, dude, this pain. Uh <laughs> four four playoffs it's almost impossible almost impossible to lose all four i i couldn't even believe it it was like the in between on all of them just one oh my god i mean it got so close there at the end i look just think about your score you're down i think 6.7 if i want to if i remember right i was following it very closely so you're down 6.7 and they're on the six so a touchdown to Cooks only gets you 6.6. You still would have lost 0.1. But then the and penalty. And there was a holding call. And gave you the possible yardage. It, it gave me, uh, like, I thought maybe there was a chance. I was like, Cooks or Burkhead, either one. Burkhead disappeared in the second half. I don't know where he went. 
And I was like, maybe, maybe Cooks will just do it. Maybe I'll one a miraculous catch, and I will, at least in our main league, I will go to the finals. And they just, and they sucked. Yeah, that's, I guess, the oh. way it goes sometimes. I mean, oh, all I want to do is curse. Hey, I'm a, I'm a day removed from my loss, so it gets better. It always gets better. All right, how about the waivers? <laughs> Let's talk about some waivers for this week. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's. I mean, I do. I'm still playing for a championship next week. So let's see who who should I pick up. My number one guy for the week, one of them, Dee Westbrook, who has been great lately. We don't really need to go into it too much here. I don't. These ones, we're, I'm going to kind of skim through most of them because it's a lot of guys we've talked about. But Dee Westbrook, he's been great, and he's kind of emerging there with Jacksonville, and he could actually now he's making a difference in the playoffs, which. This is why I kept bringing the guy up week after week after week, you know, before he came back. So any thoughts on Didi? No. <laughs> I figured not. I figured not. He looked good. He, he looked good. I don't trust Bortles, but uh, Didi has been playing real well. Uh, what about what about Mike Davis here from Seattle? Looked pretty good. Got an injury, knocked him out of the game a little bit, but it looks like he should be fine. But he looked good before that against a good Jacksonville team. So if you need a running back, do you need a running back in any of your teams next week, Jeff? <laughs> I hate you. Hey, we got a third place game going next week. Me and you get to play in the third place game for the second straight year. Isn't that depressing? <sighs> <laughs> third place game, huh? That'll be fun. Bring me but, no solace. <laughs> if you do need a running back, though, I think Mike Davis is a good option. He's obviously the guy there. The other backs are doing nothing, so it's all Mike Davis. What about some wide receivers? Marquise Goodwin. He's, I think what Jimmy Garoppolo's favorite target at this point. So if he's out there, I think you could, would you start Marquise Goodwin next week, Jeff? Yeah. I don't think there's anything wrong with starting him. I, I want to look up his stats, but uh, I think he's been in like double digits. Like, I don't know what three out of the last four games or something. He, he's actually been doing really well. And if he gets into the end zone, even better. Yeah, he really has. And before that, he was always the big play guy, but now with Garoppolo, it's he's actually become, you know, a player that is getting plenty of targets and plenty of catches for once. It's kind of nice to see. He he looked like he, he was a good-looking player there for a while, and now he's actually getting a player that's somebody that's capable of throwing him the ball. Maybe that was the difference. They just needed somebody that could actually throw the ball to him because what's he had the last, I mean, three games he's gone. I mean, actually, really, he's been playable his last five games. Before that, it was just deep balls, the, the two the two of the that the first two of the five but then four for 78 eight for 99 six for 106 pretty solid yeah and especially the last three games you know actually getting anywhere from four to eight catches a game that that's where you look at and you're okay okay it's not a fluke not a a one deep pass kind of guy anymore but yeah he's definitely playable and you just hope that he can get in the end zone and Tennessee has I mean they look really poor this week so you know that's another game they could capitalize on then if you're really desperate at wide receiver again, Corey Coleman, he looked solid again. It helps, I think, him. He, after last week, getting shutout was odd, but it helps to have Josh Gordon there to open it up a little bit for him. Goes against Baltimore, who we thought were a good pass defense. They still think they are. They're decent. Just Pittsburgh threw the ball 66 times, so they were going to put up some points and some numbers eventually after throwing the ball 66 times. So Coleman, not exciting, but... If you need somebody, you're desperate. You could throw him in there. Running backs, a couple of them here. Peyton Barber. 
after Doug Martin fumbled early in that game, he never came back. And it was all Peyton Barber who actually looked pretty good. So kind of a taking a chance there, but maybe he's the guy. And then how about Rod Smith? He really tore it up for Dallas. I mean, do you think they might give him a more of a look than Morris next week with one last week before Zeke comes back? I, I mean, that's a, that's a tough one. The, the truth about him is he has had a touchdown in the past three games, so that's nice, but it hasn't always been, you know, with great production. Last game, I think, was obviously, you know, outside of the norm, 28 points. I mean, what he had five catches for 113 yards where he had two catches for seven, the yeah. two like weeks before that. Um, so I don't know. I, I think that was more of a fluky thing. I, th- I think he's a, he's an all right play if you really need a running back. Cause I think he really does have a high probability of, of getting in the end zone. And I think Dallas is playing real well right now, but um, yeah, I mean, obviously you're, it's a risky play. Yeah, it, it definitely is. <laughs> I mean, it's extremely risky. It's just, if, I mean, I don't know your running back situation. If somebody, if you're completely desperate, hundred, like really, really desperate, you could throw him in there. Some other receivers, if you really need a guy, you could go through the Seattle receivers, Paul Richardson, Tyler Lockett. They've been playable. You just don't know who's going to have the bigger week out of the two. And I mean, but what are your thoughts about ever playing Paul Richardson or Tyler Lockett in your lineup? You can't, you can't be too excited when you put them in there. No, I mean, they're so hit and miss. Uh, you know, they'll have a big game and then they'll completely kind of fall off. Uh, so, I, I, have, I mean, the truth is any Russell Wilson team, you have a shot of catching a deep ball for a touchdown. You have a shot of putting up good numbers and they will every once in a while. But, I, I mean, how do you even predict that? Which one would you lean towards out of these two? I feel like I'd go Paul Richardson. Um Seems a little safer. I don't know why I feel that way. Just I do. Lockett always seems more of a big play guy, but maybe I'm completely wrong on that. Lockett, Lockett always was the player who should have been. We thought was better, just wasn't quite putting it together. But I don't know. They're they're so similar to me. It's really tough to differentiate. I agree. I think I would lean Richardson too. Lockett has been. I mean, he hasn't had a touchdown until week 13, and now he has two in the last two weeks. So. He's kind of on a hot streak, but at the same time, Richardson, I think, I, I don't know. I, I think he's a little bit safer, but either of them, it's, it's a complete toss-up, and especially against a good Rams defense. Uh, I don't know if that really matters because eventually Russell, Russell Wilson will find a way to get it done. So in that I trust. Um, but, yeah, you're, it's, a, it's a complete toss-up, which one's going to put up the numbers. Then a couple more running backs. Wayne Gallman started to take over more of the backfield for the Giants now again. We thought he was doing that really early on in the season. We went to Darkwa, and now it could be Gallman again. So, but this is this is absolute desperation play. If you have nothing else, it's nothing more than that. I don't really expect anything. And then one more, Kerwin Williams. This could be a little bit better of a play, especially if I mean if Peterson's out. Obviously, that's the key there. But the last two games, he has 16 carries and 20 carries with 97 yards and 73 yards. So. That's pretty much it. It's a volume guy. If you need somebody in your lineup, if if Peterson's out, Kerwin Williams can get volume. But again, these aren't exciting players. I mean, I'm sure you're not terribly excited about either one of these guys. No, I would, I don't think I'd play either one. I mean, I guess I would play Williams over Gallman, but uh, I mean, at that point, 
I mean, what do I know? But <laughs> at that, that point, I think you're going to lose. <laughs> Most, if you're stuck playing one of them. Unless you're in like a 16 team. <laughs> or league. whatever. Or I could have a, an all-star team and still lose. <laughs> Screw it. All right. Let's talk about some quarterbacks here because there, there are people out there that are going to need to – a lot of people out there that need to replace Carson Wentz. So what should we do here <laughs> with, without, um, without Carson Wentz now? I mean, would you – Go with Blake Bortles going against Houston this upcoming week. Or not Houston. Why did I say Houston? Yeah. Yeah, he's going against Houston, right? I got the right right, right week there. But Blake Bortles, would you feel comfortable the last three weeks? 22.6, 29.1, 22.5. Yeah, I mean, he has been playing pretty well. I, I have such a hard time trusting him because – pretty much name a week before that and you know he, he I think he hit over 20 once Houston I mean I don't know I mean yes they played him week one so it's not a very good measuring stick but he did pitiful he only scored like 12 fantasy points they're definitely a, a better team than they were but I I have to believe that there's got to be a better quarterback to pick up but i'm just trying to find him right now well houston's defense their past defense has just been they've been terrible so that's kind of the the key there i guess another i mean would you go would you okay jimmy garoppolo would you go garoppolo or bortles garoppolo's looked pretty good in both of his games so far going against tennessee he did he he's having a i mean i think they're gonna have a very difficult time throwing touchdowns but I mean, the last two games he averaged like 300 yards passing. He does only have one, you know, two touchdowns in three games. Uh, so I, I guess I mean, after looking at the numbers, I guess I would go Bortles over Garoppolo, just because I think that that at least Bortles has uh, weapons around him. Not to mention Fournette has been playing really well. So at least they have a ground game to get him in the red zone to give him more opportunities. Um, I mean. Oof. I mean, assuming what if <laughs> I don't think I couldn't even bring myself to do that one. I was going to say, what about Hunley if, if Aaron Rodgers didn't play? But I, I, even though he had that big game, I don't think I could bring myself to do it. Nah, probably not against Carolina. But I mean, Joe Flacco's going against Cleveland. That's that's not terrible. Flacco's had two decent weeks in a row. I mean, again, but OK, all these guys, they're all they're kind of the same. There's no. There isn't to me a surefire player to throw in there, right? It's no. I mean, Bortles, Flacco, Garoppolo. Well, here's a, here's a question: What about Nick Foles? <laughs> <laughs> I like the guttural sound, but I mean, compared to those other guys, he's on a far superior team. He has shown that he can he can do all right. That could be the difference with Foles. He has on he's on a great team, going against what the Giants, who have been very poor against the pass. And I mean, the, 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 the good thing about it, I guess, from about Nick Foles is in 2013 with Philly, he looked good. He had a good season. What? I think 27 touchdowns to two interceptions. Oh, he had a, yeah. He had a ridiculous so season. It's, it's possible that he could get it done with all those weapons around him. So yeah, you know what? It's not the worst option in the world. The only thing is I wonder if with all those running backs, they might just try to rely on that ground game. It's very possible. That's my worry, but you know what? I'd probably rather play Foles. I mean, I'd rather play Foles this week than probably than Andy Dalton going against Minnesota or Eli Manning going against the Eagles. I'd much rather play Foles than those two. Yeah, I mean, I would too. Especially after 
Dalton just threw up less than 10 against Chicago. And Eli Manning has just been so bad that they had to bench him. Um, I mean, I, I guess the the interesting one really would be Bortles Foles. For me, that would be kind of where I'm picking. Unless you go above. I know we usually go below that 50% line. But if you went just above it, um, it's quite possible that maybe, I mean, maybe Aaron Rodgers' play is obviously pick him up. He's been skyrocketing. He's up to 64%. It, he could possibly play. Jameis Winston, he was just coming off being injured. So I think he would probably be a a better play maybe. Uh, you know, that's probably up for debate. He's been hovering around 20 points a game. And then other one that is at 56%, um but I I would I would play him it was Case Keenum. Um I think he's probably going to be available in a few. So I'd probably look look for those guys if they are just because I know we we don't usually talk about guys above it, but at this point you might as well might as well flesh it out a little more since who, who knows who's out there. Yeah, I would go any one of those three over the first ones we mentioned. Obviously, Rodgers being number one if he plays. And yeah. Then- so who would be your number two then? Would it be would it be Winston, Keenum? Uh, I mean, Foles or Bortles? I guess I'll throw all four in. How would you rank those four? I'm trying. This is this is actually kind of tough. You know, I think I'd go Keenum number two because of how solid he's been. I, I think I'd go him. He's I mean, he's been great. So in in. Cincinnati just looked terrible against Trubisky. So I would go. Yeah, they got a last right. It was really bad. I'd go Keenum two. I'd probably go Winston three, Bortles four, Foles five. That's probably how I'd rank them. Yeah, I think that's pretty accurate. Yeah, I think. That's the way. So, you know, there is some options, though. It, it's not it's not all, all terrible if you lost Wentz. I think there are some options for you that could get you by. All right. How about defenses? Talk about some defenses for this week. If there's any good options out there, and one okay, one that w- was going to stand out to me. Well, there's two of them. I like the Titans first. Off. I like the, I like the Titans against San Francisco, but now with the way Garoppolo's been playing, it worries me a little bit more that Garoppolo could go up and have a big game against them. So I think I still like their that that option, but I'm not sold on it. And the other one is the Lions against the Bears. At first, I love that option, and then the Bears go and put up all those points against Cincinnati. But I think I still like the Lions matchup. I think that should be pretty solid. Yeah, I don't hate either of those. And I, I, I do like the Titans especially because it, even as bad as their offense was, their defense really held up to the test. And, um, you know, and they played a, a, you know, Houston team before that, which obviously not anything special. But DeAndre Hopkins has been just killing everyone. They only gave up 13 points to him. So, I think the Titans are a pretty safe defense to to play next week. Um, see if there's anyone else. You can go the Bills against Miami. Miami, I know they did just beat New England, but yeah, they look good. But I don't know if that's going to continue. <laughs> but who who knows? I mean, they just kicked the crap out of the pa- Patriots. So the Saints, if the Saints are out, or the Saints really, if the Saints are out there in your league, I think they should be, probably be the number one. Because they're going against the Jets, the what Bryce Petty led led Jets. That could be oh, a very yeah. productive I mean, matchup. You have to believe that is going to be a very very bad uh, offensive game. Yeah, the Saints they they are ranked about let's see there looks like they're about the eighth ranked defense for the year, but they're only owned in thirty four percent of the league. So there are quite a few leagues where they're out there. Yeah, they, I mean they they cooled off a lot. They had a really hot streak in the middle, and then they. You know they're kind of wavering, but actually, I love that's that would be my pick. That that's the the best one there. 
that that Jets team is nowhere near the same without McCown. And you saw what happened to him after. I mean, even when McCown was in there, but after he left last week, uh, what did the Broncos? The Broncos got 18 points off of him. Uh, their defense did. I mean, it's it's going to be bad. So I, I the Saints is a great pick. Yeah. So the Saints, Lions, Titans. I think they're all decent. Bills are there. They're not. I mean, amazing. But you could definitely play them. There's not a lot of other options I'm going to recommend though, right now. At least in that kind of range, you'd have to go higher up, which those teams are probably owned. And yeah, that's I don't see those are kind of my four that you can play with the Saints, obviously being the for sure best option there for me. Unless you see, do you see another one that we would you go with? Would you? I wouldn't trust it. The Falcons against Tampa. Tampa we talked hasn't been that good, but would you even? That's a, that's a tough one. Yeah. Um. Well, the Falcons have been really up and down. They haven't gone negative yet this year, which is always positive. But um, it's a weird way of saying it. But Tampa Bay is – they're at Tampa too. And Tampa is kind of getting back to full health. So you're going to have O.J. Howard is playing a little bit better. You still have Bray. Jamin Winston is in there. Evans hasn't done anything in a while, which he can always you know go off. Um, I don't know. I don't feel nearly as good about that one. And especially, I mean, trying to play the – you know, trying to string these together. I mean, we we saw what two of our or two like heavy picks for everyone really, Cincinnati and Patriots. We saw how how poor that turned out. Um, I I think I'm just I'm just being a sourpuss right now because I played the Patriots and it killed me. But um, you know, I, I wouldn't read that much into uh, uh, you know, the matchups, especially when when we haven't seen a Tampa Bay team really play healthy yet. And I think they're finally getting there. So I would probably try to stay away from that one. All right. I think that's it for the defenses. I think that's it for the waiver wire, Jeff. So have you gotten over the loss yet? No, <laughs> dear God. Okay. <laughs> All right. Before we, before we go, I might as well shout out to some of the guys, the listener leagues here, everyone who's been going on in these leagues all year. Well, the dynasty league actually has one more week before we get to the championship. So we have nothing there. The auction league, it's going to be Mr. Mike going against Team Stevens next week in the championship. So, Jeff, we played in a in a little consolation game today, and you actually beat me in that one. So there you go. You got something. Right? That counts. I don't, I don't, I don't want to. <laughs> uh. In league, league one, it's going to be Team McMains who beat me today. He's going to be going against Dream Team for the title there. League two... Another loss there, Jeff. Another loss. <laughs> yeah, throw, throw it on my tap. You sucks to be you beat up on Jeff, and he's going to be playing against Team Feastology next week in the championship. Went over League Three and Four already. It's going to be I'm going against Flutie and the Blowfish in one, and going against Virginia Tech in the other, and then League Five. It's going to be Team Quinlan barely beat Pill Cosby. <laughs> going to be going against. The Los Ballers. So it's going to be interesting to see how those go. And then, uh, you know, everybody, the, league, the the one through five leagues, the five winners will move on to face off against each other in a five-team championship, which will be interesting for week 16. The auction league will just have the winner next week. But Dynasty will wrap it up in week 16. So at least we got some of those to look forward to, Jeff. You can, you can just, you know, live through my teams this next week. Okay? Sounds good? I hate you. 
All right. We'll be back with the waiver wire, the waiver wire, the mailbag on tomorrow. Got any questions for us? Just let us know. Talk to you guys tomorrow. <laughs>